What's going on, Fantasy Alarm Nation? My name is Chris Formorez, a.k.a. FuzzyChris91, and welcome to the Fantasy Alarm short version of the podcast for today, Tuesday, December 8th. We're going to take a moment here and just break down the slate for you. It's something different we're going to give a try here. See if you guys like it. Let us know. Make sure you tweet at me, at FuzzyChris91. Make sure you tweet at DFS Alarm, Fantasy Alarm as well. Let us know how you enjoy this type of short podcast versions helping you get set for the slate tonight. Let's get right into it here. There's four games on tap tonight. There's a ton of value that we can find here that you can pair with the Fantasy Alarm playbook and the and the core plays. So make sure you go ahead and you check that out before setting your lineups tonight. Let's tackle the first game on slate here, Philadelphia and the New Jersey Devils. The Philadelphia Flyers are an absolute trash can of a hockey team right now, so even the Devils become a good option. Neither team is really great. But there is some value here to exploit. For the Devils, it's obviously their top line. Nico Heeshear is a player I want to get some exposure to. He's pretty much very affordable on DraftKings, if you want to put it that way. 5,200 isn't too bad. The Devils haven't been great of late. But again, the Flyers have been just putrid. They are not good. And they're good. they may get run out of this building tonight. Which is saying something because, again, the Devils um, have put up two stinkers of a game against the Winnipeg Jets and the Ottawa Senators. So Nico Heischer is a player that I like. I'd probably pair him with Jesper Bratt on the wing. And of course, to the surprise of absolutely nobody, Dougie Hamilton will definitely be in my cash game lineups. I like the upside that he has here. I understand that he's expensive. You got to find $7,700 to fit him into your DraftKings lineup. But again, we know he can shoot the puck. We know he can block the sh- We know he can block shots. He can generate points against a Flyers team that is stopping absolutely nothing. I'll definitely take that. On the flip side here, I mean, again, the Devils haven't been very good. So the Flyers do have some options that we can target. And there are players that I would at least consider playing. Claude Giroux being one of them, right? He's moved back on back to the center position on the second line. He's affordable. He's $4,500 on DraftKings. We know he's not going to get a ton of shots, but right now he's averaging just shy of a point per game in his last 10 he does. He's he is averaging about 2.7 shots per game as well. We're not going to see him block any shots. That's fine. There's some upside here. There's some upside as well if you pair him with his winger Morgan Frost. Uh, he's basically free on both websites, uh, whether it's DraftKings, whether it's FanDuel. Um, on DraftKings as well, he's $2,800. He's got three points in six games. He's seeing top power play minutes, which is something that interests me here. Um, so you can go with that as well. If you don't want to stack that liner, you want to focus more on the power play which is where I'm probably going to go with it Cam Atkinson has goals in the last two games we know we can shoot the puck a ton I don't like the fact that he's skating on the third line here uh, with Scott Lott and Kevin Hayes but I think that line in general could do something here tonight and really go against New Jersey's depth and kind of come out on top but I'd probably stick with just Atkinson as a single bullet if that's the route that I wanted to go. I don't know how creative I would get in trying to three-man stack the Flyers tonight. I don't trust them that much. Um, but there are some options there that you can target. On defense, Ivan Provorov is probably going to be one of my top defensemen here. Um, again, the Flyers are just giving up a whole bunch of shots. So th- that's good if you are banking on Provorov hitting the block shot bonus, which is something that he's been doing consistently over on DraftKings. I like him in that spot there. He's $4,700, which is 
just about where I need him to be. I'm not expecting him to get any points tonight. I think he can get a couple of shots on goal, but the block shots is what I'm looking at here. At $4,700, he's got to hit about 10 10 fantasy points to be value. I think he can get there. He got there. He was close um, in the previous game. He had 9.9. Over the last 10 games, he's averaging 10.7 fantasy points on DraftKings, so he's right there hitting value. The Devils can generate some offense. If by miracle Provorov gets a point, then we already move a lot closer to that goal. So that's something that I would at least target there. Let's move over to the Colorado-New York Rangers game. This is another game that I would kind of try to get some exposure to on either side because I think this game could absolutely be a blowout. Let's start for the Colorado Avalanche here. Obviously, Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, two players you want to get in your lineup. McKinnon is shooting the puck a ton, which is what you like to see. And if you're going to play McKinnon, you're going to play Rantanen as well because those two should be going together. I understand that a lot of people are going to try to target Kale McCarr here. I am not on that list. I will not target him. I'm going to pay down a little bit here and target Sam Girard. He's playing on the second power play unit. He had two points in his last game. There's some value here to, to playing him. I don't want to play Devin Taves. He was another player that I considered. He's not in the playbook just because I'm, I'm not going to pay up $5,700 for him. I just, there's not enough here. The block shots are inconsistent. The shots on goals are pretty inconsistent. He's averaging over a point per game, so I think that's fair. But at $5,700, he's got to do a lot more than just one point, and I don't think he gets there tonight against the Rangers. So I'll pay down, I'll play Sam Girard, and I'll be more than happy with that. On the flip side, the New York Rangers, I'm going to look at Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider. All Chris Kreider does is score goals. Literally, he does not stop doing it. He's got 17 in 24 games. He's got six in the last 10. He had six shots on goals against Chicago. Colorado, it's going to depend on whether Darcy Kemper plays or not. If he is out of the lineup, I mean, this game could be a route for them. They gave up five goals to the Philadelphia Flyers in their game in an absolute 7-5 shootout. So I, I, the Rangers are a better team offensively than the Flyers are. I really think they can score some goals in this game. And again, I like where Mika Zibanejad is. I like where Chris Kreider is. You can target if you want Artemi Panarin and Ryan Strom, but the shot volume is just not consistent. I don't like Dryden Hunt on that line either. I just don't think they'll give you enough. Uh, Capo Caco is someone I guess you can think of, but I'm not going to have any exposure to him. On defense, Adam Fox makes the most sense here. He's probably my favorite defenseman um, to play tonight in cash or in GPPs if you can fit him in here. He's $6,700 for whatever reason. He's getting a discount. He has hit the uh, the block shot bonus in the last five games. So it's five block shots, three, 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 and five again. He has just turned into a defensive specialist while also registering points. He's got 12 points in the last 10 games. With that kind of floor, averaging 15.3 fantasy points on DraftKings in the last 10 there's no way that I'm not going to play him, regardless of whether Darcy Kemper plays or not, regardless of whether I play the New York Rangers uh, top line or not. I'm going to have Adam Fox in there. That floor is just way too high right now, and that discount here is just too much to pass up on, so I'll make sure to have him in there. Let's move on to the Boston Bruins and the Vancouver Canucks. The Vancouver Canucks got a win in Bruce Boudreaux's first game. I'm not expecting a ton from that team either. On the Boston side, Patrice Bergeron has turned into a shooting machine, which is great uh, because it helps justify having to pay $7,400 for him, which is actually a discount considering the price tag that he's been uh, in the week before turning around $8,400, $8,500 on DraftKings. 
in the last three games, he's had five shots on goal, seven shots on goal, and four shots on goal. So he's hit the, the shot bonus twice which is something that you love to see from Patrice Bergeron, considering he plays with David Posternak, who is also a player who I would stack with him. Both players should shoot the puck a ton in this game. I don't trust the Vancouver Canucks to be really good here. I have no exposure to them up front. I have no exposure to their defense. I think they played well in their first game under Bruce. They're going to play hard. They're going to be a team that's going to dump and chase and kind of chase the puck a little bit more quick transition team but they're going to realize that the Boston Bruins are a whole different beast here and they are not going to get past them tonight so the exposure that I have here is obviously Boston's top line which is where I kind of want to go with it Um, I won't go anywhere else from there I don't really like their secondary options not that great I think there's enough value in the playbook to be able to fit these two superstars in and still build a competitive lineup Um, So there's no reason for me to go um, towards Vancouver. The only exposure, if you really want to go there, would be Connor Garland. That's because he's shooting the puck a ton. But I don't like that matchup either for him tonight. So I'm just going to stay away from them completely. I do have Charlie McAvoy in the playbook on defense. I mean, his price tag is fine. Maybe I'm just not a fan of McAvoy here. Um, he, he can block shots. He has gotten the block shot bonus in two of the last five games that he's played. He has hit the, uh, five plus shot bonus as well. Um, in one game, it's just, it's very inconsistent. Those metrics there that he has. And at six K he's got to do a lot to get there. I don't know if he's going to rack up any points in this game. My expectation is that he might, but he'd probably need to hit a bonus and pick up a point to get close to the value that we need from him and I don't know how feasible that is if I'm also paying up let's say for a top quality defenseman tonight if I'm paying up for Adam Fox and let's say Dougie Hamilton that there's no need to me uh, to even look at McAvoy if I'm paying down for him and I can maybe squeak in some extra dollars to get to Adam Fox then I would definitely do that instead Um, but if you are playing Boston one and you want McAvoy there for the top power play exposure you can go ahead and fit him here. Uh, like I said, for Vancouver, I have no exposure with the exception of Thatcher Demko. Demko's a good goalie on a bad team, so he's going to see a ton of shots in this game. If the volume of Bergeron and Pasternak sticks, he's going to be seeing a ton of rubber, and I like that on his side because that means that in a GPP, he could possibly hit value uh, or sorry, he, he could possibly get close to value without ever having to pick up the win, which is key here. If he can keep his goals, his goals against at under three, if he can get, I don't know, 38 saves, giving up two goals only, that'd be pretty good. You'd be in a really good spot in a GPP with him. He's basically free on DraftKings. You can pick him up uh, for $7,200. Again, the matchup isn't great, but he can definitely help win you a GPP. So I'll go with that. Our final game of the slate here is Dallas and Vegas. Uh, no real exposure to Dallas. I, I don't like what they've done with their lineups here. I mean, Jamie Ben was going off last game, and I'm not playing Jamie Ben uh, with Jacob Peterson or Alexander Radulov. I do like Rupe Hintz and Jason Robertson. I'm not paying a premium for them against a good Vegas team. Joe Pavelski and Tyler Sagan do absolutely nothing for me, and I'm not going to pay a premium for Miro Hiskin. So there's nothing that I really like on the Dallas side. Um, that would make me want to go out and pay a premium for them when I can go out and grab a whole bunch of other players that I mentioned earlier at better value here. I will say for the Vegas Golden Knights, I have targeted their second line of some value here. William Carlson is basically free uh, on DraftKings. He's $3,200. I know he's had a tough season here. He's been injured. He's played only nine games. He doesn't shoot the puck a ton. He doesn't have a ton of points, but I mean, we need some. We we need a value center, and if I was going to 
try to fit in maybe an, a, a high-priced center like McKinnon. I need to balance it out elsewhere, and William Carlson helps me get there. I I would pair him with Jonathan Marcheseau, who is who has eight goals in his last 10 games. Uh, he only has one in the last four, so a lot of that success came earlier in that 10-game uh, stint there. But I still think it's good value here. I still think he can get us to where he needs to be. If Max Pacioretty is out of the lineup, we might see Riley Smith move up and take his spot. We might see Evgeny Dodonov go up there. That might kind of free up some spot here. I, I don't think we see Marcia so jump up to that top line. If he does, even better. Um, you can still play Carlson and Marcia so together. Um, they do play on the second power play unit. They're joined by Alex Petrangelo if you want to go down that route. I haven't gone down that route. I'm going to play instead uh, Zach Whitecloud. I'm purely chasing the block shots here. He's an affordable. He's cheap. He, he's done it here. He can hit the block shot bonus more than more than regularly. Um, I, I, I don't know how much offense Dallas is going to generate and if they're going to generate enough shots to even make it worth it I don't think White Cloud picks up a point in this game um, so I really need the block shots here I really need maybe a couple of shots on goal maybe two would kind of get me to where I need to be um, 3400 is the lowest he's been as well price wise in a long time since about back in October when he was basically free <laughs> um, so I think he's getting a small correction here just because the points haven't been there um, over the last four games, the shots on goal, definitely not there. He's blocking just shy of three shots. There's not much working in his favor here, but I like him tonight as a cheap defenseman. So I'll go with that. If we focus on just the goalies here to wrap it up quickly, um, as always, goalies are voodoo. I'm going to play whoever is starting for the Boston Bruins, whether it's Jeremy Swayman or Linus Olmark. I don't really care who's starting. I'm just going to play them. Um, I'm not expecting much, like I said here, from the Vancouver Canucks. I don't think they score many goals, if any, at all. Uh, so I'll definitely have a ton of exposure um, to whoever, like I said, plays there. If you can monitor that situation uh, closer to lock, go ahead. Uh, Robin Letters, my other favorite cash game goalie that I want to play. Um, again, the shot volume is low, so I can't really use him in a GPP. I do think Vegas can pick up the win here. If Pacioretty does play, this does boost his value a little bit. I think overall, the Golden Knights are a better team than Dallas. I don't expect them to come out here and just dictate the pace. Um, so I'll have Robin Leonard here, who has been pretty good. If I'm looking at some GPP goalies, again, we mentioned Th Thatcher Demko earlier. Uh, Carter Hart is another one that I guess we can talk about. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, like I said, they're just giving up shots here. They're giving up a whole bunch. Uh, it's not sexy. It's not pretty. Carter Hart is, has, has been okay um, this season, right? The wins, losses wouldn't tell you so. Uh, but he's a good goalie here. He struggled of late, as do most Flyer goalies here. He's going to get peppered with shots no matter what, even if it's the New Jersey Devils. And if he can just, by some miracle, keep his goals against, you know, his goals against under three, and squeak out 35 plus saves at $7,400 on DraftKings. That's enough for him to hit value. So I think that's one way to kind of target here in a GPP is to look at the other complete other side here. He's a high risk, high reward play. If Carter Hart can just stick with it, he's shooting your lineup all the way to the top of the GPP and he'll allow you to spend up maybe for another superstar that you need in your lineup. The final goalie that I'll talk about here is Alexander Gorgiev. Um, I'm not I'm not a fan of starting a goalie against Colorado's top line, 
But again, if Carter, if Darcy Kemper doesn't get the start here, I think that the Rangers could possibly win this game. Uh, Colorado doesn't have a ton of depth outside of their top line of Nazem Kadri, so I think that plays into their favor. I think defensively, uh, Colorado does have some holes. They're all offense, very little defense. This is a push-forward kind of team, and the Rangers have enough team depth to be able to contain that. I also like that this game is at home for the New York Rangers, so they can kind of try to match that up, limit McKinnon's exposure. I think Gorgiev can still face a ton of shots as well and still come out with the win, so I like that as well. I don't know how much exposure I'll have to him have uh, of him in cash games. I do think it's viable. His price tag is very, very reasonable across both sides, so I would at least consider it. But again, that's going to depend on whether Darcy Kemper plays or not. If he does play, then I'll limit him to a GPP only. If Darcy Kemper does not get the call tonight, then I'll have a couple of shares of Gorgiev in cash just because his his price tag is affordable. So that's what I like here on this four-game slate. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at FuzzyChris91. Make sure you follow uh, Andrew Dewhurst, who did the uh, breakdown for yesterday as well on Twitter. Uh, make sure you head over to the Fantasy Alarm and DFS Alarm for all your NHL DFS and season-long needs. You can catch us in the Discord as well, uh, asking all your questions. Ask us directly, lineups, players that you like, players that we don't like. Uh, make sure you're subscribed over there. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, we will talk to each other again soon.